Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We have all heard the talk about Detroit being dangerous, which can get overblown. That is, unless we're talking about the Belle Isle slide, of course. A nostalgic attraction in one of Detroit's most recognizable spots has gone viral for all the wrong reasons. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. It's not often a slide makes the news. It's even more rare when the same slide makes the news twice. Since 1967, Detroiters have been using what is simply known as the Giant Slide on Belle Isle. The Giant Slide has been a staple on Belle Isle for decades. I'm 54 years old, and, and like a lot of kids who grew up in the 70s and 80s, and maybe even into the 90s, the Giant Slide was just, <laughs> it was something that you did when you were on Belle Isle. One of the great attractions to the island, at least for children. Is that one of those, like, you're not from Detroit if you didn't type deals? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's probably uh, on the list of many things. I mean, there's no doubt a lot of us have memories on the giant slide, just as going to the Belle Isle Zoo and having family picnics and the like. It is a rite of passage, to be sure. That right there, that is the voice of Detroit historian Ken Coleman, a regular on the Daily J. And let's be very clear, the slide, there's not much to it. It's really just a giant-ass piece of metal shooting straight up into the air. It is not a roller coaster in the traditional sense or even in the old-school sense. <laughs> it is. I mean, you know, Detroiters, automobile town. Probably somebody just came up with an idea of taking some slabs of steel and, and, and building up and, and having people slide down. It certainly uh, meshes with the Detroit uh, ethos of making things and building things and finding multiple uses for things. I haven't seen anything like it in my travels around the country. It is certainly unique to Detroit. The slide has been closed across the last several years, but when Belle Isle authorities announced earlier this summer that it would reopen this past weekend, there was a lot of excitement, which pretty quickly turned into sheer terror. <laughs> That sounds like it could have been a scene from a horror movie or a horrendous car crash. Not a sound you want to hear from a child's entertainment piece. A series of videos like the one you heard went viral, drawing the attention of national broadcasts like this one on CNN. The park in Detroit forced to shut down just hours after opening when kids started catching way too much air. I was going down way faster than I thought I was. Gravity hurts. As you were going down the slide, what was going through your mind? Man, I'm finna die. It's not funny, but... <laughs> Good response. 
Just how big of a deal is this whole giant slide thing anyway? Detroit rapper GMAC Cash waited less than one day to make a song about it. That is all you need to know. Our historian friend Ken, he is a native Detroiter, and he remembers the slide being just enormous. Can you tell me about your memories of the slide going on it and what it was like? Well, I can tell you, I've been on the slide many, many times. I can certainly remember as a younger child having a little bit of a fear of heights. It was a little scary and daunting, at least for this guy who would have been probably seven, eight, nine, ten years old, maybe the first time uh, was on it. Walking up the stairs <laughs> and looking off and seeing the island and, and seeing a portion of the river. If you're somebody who a little afraid of heights, I used to just walk straight up and like keep my head down. <laughs> so, so not to take a peek <laughs> of the whole island. Now, you definitely see it when you're up there and getting on the um, potato sack and sliding down. But it was fun at the same time. And like most people around these parts, you know, spent a lot of time on it, went on the island. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm afraid just listening to you talk about it. I am terrified of heights. So, like, this is it's not my it's not my thing at all. I don't ever remember. Maybe it did occur. You know, when you get to the top, I mean, there was always staff up there. And I can't necessarily remember people giving you instructions. There's always sort of a, an element to it that, you know, was kind of rough and raw. What a lot of us Gen Xers have kind of talked about in recent days is, well, I mean, part of it is, there are probably a whole generation of people who haven't been on it and really don't know how to ride it. I mean, there is sort of a skill in being able to position yourself on the sack, leaning forward a little, and do it four or five or six times. You sort of develop the ability to sort of keep your balance, stay onto the ground. I saw one viral photo where it was kind of interesting. There was a, a woman who clearly looked to be an adult, and she was fine. <laughs> but there was a younger child that might have been 10 or 12 having a lot of trouble with it and literally being several inches airborne. I'm laughing about it. Thankfully, nobody's been seriously hurt, at least in my understanding. I will say there is a skill to successfully riding down and not rolling over or bumping up and down. That's just my sense. Well, now the DNR agrees with Ken. Remember, the DNR runs Belle Isle. After the slide was open for a few chaotic hours, they closed the slide and then gave this lesson. Hey, welcome to Belle Isle. I'm going to show you how to ride the giant slide. So first things, you're gonna take a seat on the steel. We don't want you to slip on the slide before you're ready. Then your whole body, as much as you can, into the sack. Wait for, if you have any other riders, wait for the ranger to say go ahead. And then scooch on, but hold on tight. Biggest thing, you just gotta lean forward and stay leaning forward and hold on tight. You don't wanna take that lesson, you say? Well, here's your other option. There are way too many platitudes in life. One of them is technology changes everything. And that does seem to be the case here. I was under the impression that the wild nature of the Belle Isle slide was new. Why did I get that wrong? Viral videos didn't exist when I was a kid or you either. And so I wonder if part of it is that. All of a sudden, everybody gets to see this happen. I think that's a great point. We didn't have smartphones in the 70s. And the whole term viral did not exist, right? If somebody didn't see it with their eyes, it didn't happen. <laughs> and so because we have social media, because everything is viral. And I think that there was a lot of pent-up demand to ride on the slide. So it looks like there were a lot of people just taking video 
maybe people who are older saying, oh, I used to do this when I was a kid, or this is my first time. I think there was sort of pent-up demand for it to be open, and I think that caused more people to shoot amateur video from their phone and the like. And with Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and all the other social media platforms, anything we do now can go viral, and I think that is definitely an aspect of it. If this is true, if Detroiters know the risk of the slide, why do they all flock to it? According to Ken Coleman, Belle Isle serves as a reminder of moments in time. As a kid who grew up here in Detroit, primarily in the 70s and 80s, the island, it was our Kensington Park. It was our lower Huron parks. It meant a lot to Detroiters. I'm just not necessarily saying that as an African-American. I think that anybody who lives in the city has fond memories of Belle Isle. But, you know, the last couple of decades, an aging island that did not get the capital improvements that it should have gotten in the 60s and 70s suffered through significant decay and disrepair. I mean, I remember people not even wanting to go in the bathrooms in some of those spaces. Having that and then the zoo closes, the petting zoo closes, then fast forwarding to a controversial state management agreement that the city of Detroit entered into. And even though riding that giant slide can sound like this. <laughs> Detroit legend Jalen Rose told WXYZ's Gina Trotman the slide was foundational. By the way, I saw the footage of the giant slide. Just so y'all know, that's how it was when I was growing up. Like, we used to be flying. We were like, wee! We thought that was normal. So I'm glad now that that goes viral and people see this. Okay, I was doing that like when I was like, that was the whole thing. By the time you got to the bottom, you weren't on your mat anymore. The giant slide made you who you are today. Yes, indeed. Shout to Bell Isle. Shout to The Rock. Downtown Detroit. What up, though? Look, if that slide made Jalen Rose who he is today, I'm all for it staying open forever. Now, for safety's sake, the Bell Isle authorities say they've sprayed water on the slide and that'll slow things down. So, now the only question is, when it opens this weekend, will you go on the giant slide at Belle Isle? Thank you to Ken Coleman for chatting with me today. Also, thank you to Gina Trotman from WXYZ and Jalen Rose. More thanks go to Brian Wolfenbarger and Andre Terrell. They posted a series of chaotic videos to social media. We played those throughout this episode. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J? We want to hear them. Drop us a line at DailyJ at Odyssey.com. That's DailyJ at A-U-D-A-C-Y.com. Our theme music was written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is the Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.